Thanks for tuning in to the Empowerment Project Podcast, a safe space for women of all walks of life to gather together, get honest, and discover more about the God-given identity and power we can claim through Christ. I'm your host, Michaela Modlin, and this podcast is a place of quiet retreat, girl talks, and scripture-inspired truths that challenge women to live changed. So get comfy, because we're about to get real. guys what's up you're listening to the empowerment project podcast episode 26 and today we are talking all about boundaries you guys boundaries are so important and I know that it comes with like this negative connotation and it comes with like well you know setting up boundaries seems like this limitation to you but oh my gosh it is so important to your sanity it's so important to your mental health and it's so important that you protect and guard your heart from the things that are coming against it if you make yourself susceptible to all of these things that are you're essentially allowing them and giving them authority to pour into your heart and we know that the bible says uh you know protect your heart above all else for out of it flows the problems of life like it is so dire and it is so important that we are protective over ourselves because if we're not going to protect ourselves nobody else is going to do that if we are not going to protect our minds nobody else is going to do that so we have to be the watchman on the wall for our souls for our hearts for our spirits for our minds because the things and the people that we surround ourselves with are going to end up changing the way that we think changing our perception changing the way that we see things and it is going to distort and distract us from the will that God has placed on our life and the will of God just in general so today we are talking about this and I I am fired up about it. So last week we can still do we can still do valleys and peaks and all that jazz, but last week it was brought to my attention how important boundaries are. And I mean, this can come with anything. This can come with your job. This can come with a boyfriend. This can come with even the type of music you listen to. This can come with, you know, the places that you go and the people that you surround yourself with, specifically relation, you know, relationships and friendships. And I think that's probably the, what I'll emphasize on today is the type of people that you allow to, um, you know, pull from you because people are always asking for stuff and just, and just being a Aware of the type of people that are kind of sucking the energy from you um, that you may not even be aware of or you know you you feel like it is with good intention that you're trying to help them that you're trying to you know help them walk through this season of life but it is ultimately costing you and hindering you in your growth and your relationship with Jesus because you have to put all of your focus and all of your energy into this one person um, or into multiple people because I know that's the case that's what the case has been for me and so you kind of end up putting yourself on a back burner um, for the sake of other people and while that is so selfless and so so good and so godly and so loving it is also very important to set up healthy boundaries to protect yourself talking all about boundaries um and I'm so excited to just be sitting down doing a podcast I feel like I have not sat down and done a podcast in like I don't know why it feels like so long ago. Maybe it was kind of a long time ago. Like the last week of my life feels like it was a decade long. It felt it felt like one kind of very, very, very long day. So like at my work, like as my job, um, I do a lot of things at my job, but one thing that I do is event planning. And so we had our, or it's like, you know, we had our annual fundraiser. I work for a nonprofit. And so we had our annual fundraiser and, um, so it was just me working on it, um, which is fine, but it's just a lot of work and it's a lot to process and it's a lot to think through. 
and it's a really big task for one person. Um, and so my mind just had to be completely dedicated to that all week. Like my phone even was like, um, it like sent me like a update on like my screen time. And it was like, you have not been, you know, social, you've been social, like, you know, 92% less than normal or something like that. Like it was just hilarious because like my, my patterns were off. Like I was just completely shut off to everybody. Like nobody could get a hold of me because it was just like, when it's the week of an event, like it's just like so much still needs to be done. And there's a lot of things always that like things just happen last minute. Like there are always going to be things you cannot avoid happening last minute. And that's kind of like the why event planners love it. Like, cause I was talking to one of my friends and she loves event planning. She's like, that's the fun of it. Like that's the adrenaline of it. And I'm like, I hate that because I'm so, I'm so someone that loves to have control and have things planned to a T. I don't want to be caught off guard by anything. Um, and so it's just like, it's, very like blech to me and so it was just like that whole week was just kind of rolling with the punches and figuring out kinks and things um and kind of getting things under wrap before we had the event but um peak though it went really well it was completely seamless it was a, 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 so much fun um everyone loved it and it was a blast and so that made my heart so happy it's always so good whenever you see your hard work pay off but it definitely did come with you know stress but that just comes along with more responsibility and so learning how to manage your stress is really important um, if you want to take on more responsibility so that's definitely something that I am learning I've always been pretty good at managing stress or like managing my reaction I guess um, because even people were coming up to me they're like you stay so calm but like in my head there's like this thing festering like oh my gosh oh my gosh oh my gosh but like I just keep it cool on the outside because normally people will just follow suit and if you don't show that you're worked up then other people won't get worked up and things will end up working out so anyways yeah that kind of just is a summary of my week but I'm super excited just to sit here and just like talk with you guys because it really just reflect refreshes like my soul and it refreshes my spirit and like it just like motivates me so much because like I know you guys are here you guys are invested and I am too and so it's just so good to come back and like have this grounding um just kind of like almost escape from the world in a way I don't know if any of you guys feel like that but I know I do um whenever I like sit down to record a podcast because we can talk about Jesus we can talk about you know whatever we want to talk about and um you know just like things that you can't talk to people about on a regular basis if that makes sense like in class or at your job you know you can but you know normally conversations just really don't go down that path typically so it's just so nice to be able to sit here and just chat with you guys about you know God stuff and just what's going on with our hearts and just kind of have like these deeper more intimate connections so today we're going to be talking about boundaries and like I said I have been fired up about this like it has been pumping through me since it like came since like I kind of had the revelation and kind of got fired up about it and it is just such an important topic um I know specifically for me like setting boundaries changed my life like has seriously changed my life and for someone who was such a people pleaser you want to and I know a lot of you guys are too like no saying no for me does not come easy um asking for help for me does not come easy like I literally googled like the other while I was going through all while I was dealing with all of this um fundraising stuff I googled 
Googled how to ask for help because it, it's just not in my nature because I don't want to feel like a burden to people. I've talked about this before, but I want to always provide the solution. I want to help people. Like I want to be the helper. So it's hard for me whenever I feel like I need to ask people to help me. Uh, not because I don't want the help. It's just because I don't feel like it's, you know, I don't want to burden them with it. I don't want it to be their problem. Um, and when I know people would be so eager to help me, like they would be totally fine with it. But it is, it's just a hard and, and trying to find those balance, that balance and stuff. But I know for me, um, when it came to saying no, <laughs> it's always been very, very hard for me to say no. And a lot of times it was because I got validation from being needed by people. Um, but then I very quickly came to find out that like I was being run down because I was everybody's yes girl and I would work so diligently to do what it was that they were asking me and to do it perfectly or to the best of my ability. And, um, it really just kind of became like a stronghold in my life because, um, I was then being controlled by other people's needs, other people's uh, agendas, other people's schedules. Like I didn't have my own life and it was like, it really hard because I was ineffective and um, in the things that I needed to be effective in. And I know that this came true um, just kind of when I started like mentoring girls and, um, you know, wanting to be available to them and, and which I still want that, but I have set up healthy boundaries now to where I'm very careful about the amount of, um, I guess about like how much time I spend doing that so that whenever I am doing it, I am doing it to the fullness that I can, if that makes any sense. Because I remember like prior to like I would pour all of my energy into providing solutions to girls um, that I felt needed it or they were seeking me out for solutions. And so it was very hard for me to like turn anybody away. Um, but you kind of have to take into account and like recognize the people that are sucking you dry because you can you can show them um you can tell them about the solution, but if they're not willing to like accept the solution, then it's not going to go anywhere anyways. And that was something that I had to kind of figure out and I'll kind of explain later like more on what I mean by that, but um it was just very important for me because I don't want it to come off like I'm not available or I don't want it to come off like I don't want to help people. But I was I, I was pouring out more than I was pouring into myself or I was pouring out more than I was being poured into, if that makes sense. And everybody, I mean, I, I know there's so many of you guys that can identify with that. Like when you're constantly bending over backwards for people, you're constantly helping people with what they need done. Um, and then you're almost like you're so quick to say yes because you love them and you want to help them. But then those things things end up hindering the things that you need to get done or the things that you had planned or, um, you know, even time that you had set aside to rest. And so you make yourself available to everybody all the time, always. And that's not healthy to do. You have to protect yourself. You have to take care of you first because then you are in the best shape to help other people reach and achieve what they are trying to do. So I know for me, this came true and it was like with ministry, kind of like I said. Um, but but I kind of started feeling like this, I, I don't know, I felt like I had the solution. And so I kind of made it like, which my solution was Jesus. And so I knew that I had, I had Jesus in, in me and I knew how he had changed my life. And I knew that if I could show him to other people, then they would have the chance for Jesus to change their life as well. And, you know, kind of strip them from all of these things that were holding them down and like all of these, you know, 
just like all of this crap and the stuff that they were dealing with. Like I was like, if I can get them to see Jesus, if I can get them to do this, then this. And I was putting all the control and all the responsibility on myself. And that is so unhealthy because you guys like anyone who puts their happiness on you, it, that's not your responsibility. And it is not, like I said last week, um, that quote, it's, it's a, the expectation of me that you created in your head is not my responsibility. And it's really not. And I think when you come to terms and realize that what people expect from you is not your responsibility, your only responsibility is to do what you can with what you've got. You cannot look at someone's life and try to, um, withhold or stabilize their salvation you can't try to be someone's safety net you cannot like you can provide safe places you can listen to them you can love them like Jesus you can be gentle with them and you can provide them with encouragement but their dependency on you is not your responsibility and I know for me like I took it on as my full responsibility and so then when people were like separated from me they would naturally fall or they would naturally go back to their old habits or they would naturally you know, give into that temptation. It was because I wasn't giving them, I wasn't showing them, or I wasn't letting them cultivate a relationship with Jesus, or I wasn't like directing them towards God. I was directing them towards God in me. And because like they would come to me feeling worthless or feeling upset or feeling, you know, uh, you know, struggling with something. And I would reassure them, no, you're beautiful. You're loved. You're this, you're that you were made for this, you're blah, blah, blah. Instead of, and so then that would be me filling their cup. I would be saying those things and filling their cup when what needs to happen is you need to direct them to God so that God can fill their cup. And I know that kind of sounds like harsh, but it's not. If we want them to be, you know, if we want them to be solid and, you know, sound in their relationship with God, then we've got to let him do that. We can't constantly be stepping in and enabling them and, you know, being God's voice for them. So in turn, kind of what that looks like and what it looked like for me was instead of doing that, I would say, you know, um, I love you so much. And, you know, what you were thinking right now is not the truth. Um, I encourage you to go and turn off every because if they have time to sit there and talk to you, they've got time to go sit and talk to God. So I would encourage them to shut everything off, whatever they were doing, whatever, you know, turn their phone off, whatever, and go and sit and be with God and be alone with God, open up their Bible, ask God what it is that he says about them and let them know that I was covering them in prayer while they did that. And so encouraging them in that relationship with God, rather than being the voice of reason or the voice of God in their life, because then what you're doing is you're creating an idol for them, which is yourself. And you are ultimately setting them up for failure because they are not, once you're gone, once you, you guys are like, have moved on, have separated, or once you guys, um, you know, once you can't be there every back and call, like it's not going to, cause I, I watched this happen in college all of the time. I watched it happen and it just killed me because like before I went into college, I had my relationship with Jesus so I was sound in that and it was my own. And I watched all of these people kind of come to know God in college. And so the, you know, you or not the youth pastors, the student pastors and everything, like they kind of had this the group that hung out and it was like almost like kind of trendy, if it if that makes sense. Um, and there would be always these people that um they led to they led to Christ and that ended up you know getting saved under that ministry which was wonderful and is a wonderful thing but then as soon as they graduated they would fall off I mean it was like they never even knew Jesus they never even fell in love with Jesus they never even walked with Jesus like they went immediately to the world and it was like it just an insane kind of 
uh, 180 that happened and it was kind of, it was very confusing to me because I was like, if they encountered God, you know, how do people just walk away from that? Because I know when you encounter God, it's not something that you easily forget. It's not something that you just walk away from. Like if he touches you and you give your life to him, then you're not just going to throw all that away because you know that what he has to offer you is so much better than anything else anyone else could offer you. So it was very confusing to me. But after watching the dynamic of like that ministry, it came very apparent that people were not, they were not experiencing really God. They weren't experiencing their own relationship with God. They were experiencing other people's relationship with God. And they were being fed by people who were having their own relationship with God, but they were never taught how to have their own relationship with God. And so I think when it comes to that, and I know that I was victim of that as well. And so that's kind of what fired it up in me because I was also enabling people. I Because I don't know if you're really, I mean, I think it's something you just have to figure out, but I mean, no one teaches you really how to show someone how to have a relationship with God. Like you just have yours and you just, you know, tell them the truth that you know and the love that you know, and you expect that to kind of be enough. And it is a very good starting point. It's very important. But at the same time, you have got to push them closer to God. So setting boundary points with people that are, um, you know, draining you and pulling this energy from you and maybe unintentionally but also maybe intentionally you know they might want your attention because they've not gotten attention anywhere else you know they may and, and what's so hard about this is because I remember for me like when it came to setting those boundaries I felt guilty about it like I felt sad because I was like I'm supposed to be loving them like Jesus I'm supposed to be you know doing all of these things and it's like no it's not your responsibility to you know sustain their salvation and if and if their salvation is shaken simply by the fact of you stepping back then their salvation was in you and it wasn't in God and so if you're discipling people if you are you know leading people if you um have people on your heart that you were trying to help um you know get to know Jesus or get to know uh you know walk just kind of in a Christian faith and you're struggling with this, it's really important first and foremost for you to realize that they are not your responsibility. Like we have to step back and let God be God. And like I, I was telling my friend, like I was like, God's not pimping you out. Like he is not, you know, pimping you out to like go and you know, he's not like he, 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 there's a great commission. Yes. We're called to be disciples. Yes. But these people are not our responsibilities. Our responsibility is to share the gospel and to love people well. And if you're doing that, then you're not in sin, but he's not calling us to compromise ourselves, especially our relationships with him. Because like, if we are constantly, you know, pouring into other people and we aren't spending time with God, then that's pulling us away from him. And that's sinful. That's not right. That's not cool. Like it's, it's not anything that we should, you know, even it's, it's not up for like, we don't even need to feel bad about it because God is not pimping us out to anybody. And it, he's not calling us to be God. He is calling, like he has called us. He's given us a mission and we're doing the mission. We're telling people about Jesus and we're helping, you know, disciple them and to lead them and to love them. But we cannot stand in that gap. Like we cannot be their God because if we are enabling them, then we are setting them up for failure and we love them. So we don't want to set them up for failure. We want them to be able to walk diligently with God on their own. Like that's the whole goal of all of this is for everyone to have their own relationship with God because he wants to know them personally and intimately. And, you know, they, you know, they should be seeking and searching his heart as well. So 
definitely boundaries are not mean they keep us safe and that is what is I think is you know just so vital in a relationship and this is just comes with literally anything this doesn't even have to come with someone that you are you know discipling or ministering to or a friend that needs your help because I mean I have been on every single <laughs> all of those plat like all of the not platforms but like in all of those scenarios because and I know a lot of you girls too like just because I know you and I know your hearts that you know you are so quick to help other people you're so quick to love other people um but we have to be so careful that we're not compromising our own sanity in doing that and in loving people well that we are um you know, kind of placing ourselves on this pedestal. So it's really important to keep all of that in mind. Um, and just going along with that, um, it's really important to keep in mind uh, what is good to you versus what is good for you. So if that makes sense, like there might be people that are that are good to you, that love you, that have good intentions. But if they're if the, the relationship that you have with them is not good for you, if it is mentally draining you, and if it is not bringing any value to your life, it's kind of important that you take a step back and think about and analyze and try to be, you know, a little bit more aware of the, of the situation because sometimes we can get so sucked in by people's, um, just by being people's crutch and trying to help them along that we lose sight of ourselves and we lose sight of our mission and why we're doing what we're doing and then their dysfunction ends up becoming a distraction and that can be very hurtful for both parties so my what why I wanted to talk about this like um these boundaries and this is with a relationship it can be a boy and girl it can be a girl and girl it can be a boy and boy like however this relationship looks if this person is I I the way I think of it and I don't mean this mean at all but um the, I just kind of think of them as like a leech um, and I, I really, I don't mean that in a rude way. I think it's just like, because leeches, like when they, they suck blood, they, they're sucking you dry, but that's how they live. Um, and I don't, that's just, that's their instinct. That's how they live. They don't do it to be evil. They don't do it to be mean. That's just how they're living. And so I don't see it as like a derogatory or rude kind of statement. That's just how they have been taught to survive. And so I think you can you can definitely help redirect, but I think um, I think that's what I'm trying to get at too is that they're not a lost cause. There's no reason to you know be like no I can't talk to them or no I gotta throw them out or I can't be friends with them or I, they can't be my boyfriend or whatever. But you have got to be very careful that your that their dependency on you does not become you've got to get control on their dependency on you. And I think that is just kind of the rule of thumb. That is like, you know, you can still be with them, you can still love them and pray for them and guide them and help bring wisdom and, and peace into situations. But you have got to make sure that you are not stepping into the role of God in their life and that you are directing them to God rather than providing them with a solution if that makes any sense. Um, so I mean, kind of just getting off that topic a little bit because um, I didn't want this whole podcast to be specifically about that. But I know that's kind of the experiences with um, my life and uh, just kind of what I felt compelled to share. Um, but I know that boundaries are really important when it comes to um, just toxic people. But like, um, you know, and, and I don't mean toxic people, like people who are trying to be toxic, just like relationships that are just, you know, draining you of your energy. But also when it comes to like 
work or when it comes to the type of music that you listen to, like even small things like that, um, you know, making sure that you leave work at work. And I know I'm like, you know, I, I'm not the best at this, honestly. Um, I am very, I, it's really hard for me to like turn off <laughs> whenever I'm like working hard on something. It's very hard for me to kind of leave that at the door type of thing. But um, setting up those boundaries has really, really helped me in so many ways because it kind of helps me separate, you know, work life versus like home life um, and just kind of having healthy boundaries. Just even when it comes to texting or when it comes to um, blogging or when it comes to podcasting or when it comes to conference calls or when it comes to planning, like I have got to, and I talked to you guys about this last, or I think last week, um, but like just when it comes to setting time limits on things and time constraints on things, I might have talked about it in a YouTube video, but I am very quick to like when I get caught up in something, it's really hard for me to stop. And so, but I have to set healthy boundaries and tell myself when enough is enough, even if I don't agree with it. Like I know that I put that put that rule in place there for a reason for myself because I care about myself and I have to set that boundary. So, I mean, even with stuff as simple as that, or I know for me, like, specific music I'm not against secular music I really I don't I don't really have anything against it but I know um when I am listening to certain music I act different and I think different and my mindset is different and the things I desire is different um and so just taking that into account and I know it's silly because you're like you know, how big of a deal is that? But like I said, we have to be diligent in taking care of and protecting our hearts because like the things that we allow to pour into ourselves is what's going to come out. And it, th those things do ultimately end up shaping the way that we think about things and the, you know, the word, the, the perspectives that we hear and the perspectives that we adopt and adapt to, like those are going to change the way that we act and the way that we treat things and the way that we treat people and the ambitions and the goals that we have because of the things that we're surrounding ourselves with. And so setting up those those boundaries, I think, is really important. And honestly, I can't really speak. I, I know there's like a whole, um, and I probably could have at one point, but like boundaries in, you know, romantic relationships, like that is very, very important as well. And not just specifically, you know, between the guy and the girl if they're not married or something, but allow, you know, setting up boundaries for what you allow into your relationship and who you allow to speak into your relationship and who you have, who you allow to, you know, because the things that you care about, you're going to cover. Um, my pastor's talking about about this last week, um, that, you know, things that we treasure and the things that we, you know, want to protect, we cover. So like vulnerable parts of our bodies, like we always cover those, but like places that we, you know, care about or that are more, you know, um, intimate, we are always sh careful to cover that and show that honor. And so I think having boundaries and having, you know, these love lines is honoring your heart because you care enough about it to set those boundaries up, you know, because like when you think about children, Children who don't know, you know, right from wrong or who can't, who can't be tamed almost in a way. It's kind of the same thing with our heart. Like our hearts can't be trusted. And that the Bible says that, that, you know, not to trust your heart. And because it will lead you down a path of destruction, because it will long after the things that aren't good for your soul and for your spirit. And so, you know, even just thinking in terms of like a child, like you're going to have specific boundaries set, like 
those latches that you put on fridges and cabinets and toilets and trash cans and you know you're going to have a fence around your pool or you're going to have an alarm system it you know boundaries and protecting things is not bad it's actually very good and it's very loving and it's very godly and it's very biblical I mean even Jesus set boundaries even Jesus like you know he drew away from the crowd he went away to be alone like he did not let people have access to him all of the time like there were times that he needed to take a step back and go and be alone with the father. And, um, one specific thing that I thought of, and I don't even know why, um, you know, I, I think I see how it fits in, but, um, I think God just reminded me of it because, you know, when Jesus, um, calmed the storm, but in that story, like he was sleeping and, um, the disciples were like freaking out about the storm and they ran to go get Jesus to wake him up. And he's like, why do you have such little faith? Like saying like, this is something you could have taken care of on your own. You know, like you didn't need to wake me up for this almost like if that makes any, if that makes any sense, like it was like, you, you could do this on your own, you know, like you, you don't need me. Like, yes, I can come and do it and I will come and do it because I see that you're afraid and I love you. But he also brought loving correction that was like, you can do this. Like you could do this on your own. Why do you have such little faith? Like, like, don't you know that, you know, you like this can, this, this doesn't have to be a scary thing. And like you, you have been equipped. I've equipped you. I've taught you well, like you can handle this. And so it really kind of just spoke to me, you know, while I was kind of thinking about this, um, lesson or this topic because um I think that can be really true in our lives. And so today um so we're, we're like pretty far into it, but I really just wanted to um run through really quickly um a few things of so I I I dang it. I kind of knew I kind of knew that this would be more relationship based and I I didn't want it to be, but I think I think that's okay. If if anybody can resonate with it then good. Um, but with me, I think that's just where my experience lies with it. And I can get more into like logistical type of like boundaries that I have set up with specific like time frames or things I listen to or things I allow to be poured into my heart. Um, specific people, like I could do that sometime, but, um, today we're just going to kind of talk about, so you guys can kind of self-analyze your relationships um, and try to think about, you know, where you stand with boundaries. Do you respect people's boundaries? Um, are you someone that has boundaries set up or do you just kind of let people in and out of your life as they please and you kind of make yourself susceptible to everybody? Um, are you someone that is on the other side of that and, you know, just kind of doesn't respect people's boundaries or, um, you know, feel like, they need to be susceptible to you because you need them and you need um, help along in this season. So I kind of want to just go through and talk about um, some of the some of the characteristics uh, of these types of people. Um, so you can kind of self-analyze your relationships and see if maybe you need to set up some boundaries. So number one, um, these people are not self-aware. So they have a hard time analyzing their own feelings. They have a hard time um, searching their own heart, if that makes sense. Like they have their mind made up about things um, and they have a hard time. Uh, it's kind of self-explanatory, but I'm trying to think like they are very 
hard to speak into. Like they hear what you say and they put, you know, they, your words are weighty to them, but they don't really necessarily apply it to their life, if that makes any sense. And they have a hard time drawing their own conclusions. Like they need everybody else's input on what they're doing, why they're doing it. Um, and they are not self-aware. And so then on the contrary, um, people that are not self-aware, they are very, I'm trying to think of like, I haven't been around toxic people in so long because I'm very guarded, like seriously so guarded. Um, but they, they don't, they don't read social cues. They, um, make people feel uncomfortable. They make people feel bad. I just took myself straight back to one. They make people feel bad. They don't care if what they're saying has repercussions or if it makes people feel embarrassed or if it causes a scene, um, or, you know, they, they don't have, they don't have that, that social or that self-awareness to, um, catch, like to, to pick up on those things. So the relationships that they have and that they create are really based on people that are willing to kind of tolerate them and tolerate the fact that they aren't self-aware and kind of tolerate their craziness in a way. Um, so then another thing is they don't respect relational boundaries. So they don't really care about your schedule. They expect you to say yes. They expect you to always be available to them. They expect you to um, drop what you're doing to help them or to be with them or to hang out with them. And they kind of have this claim over you. Um, if that makes sense, like they, you know, don't want you to have other friends and may feel jealous when you have other friends. Um, and this can be like toxic traits in a relationship too. You know, they feel jealous about these things and it's simply because they don't respect your boundaries or relational boundaries that come along with just um, respecting you as a person. And the fact that you can make decisions and uh, kind of live your own life. Because I think when it comes to some, someone who is like, you know, I've also heard them referred to as energy vampires, which is funny. Um, but yeah, I mean, a leech too. Like they need you to survive. And so whenever they feel like you may be being taken away from them, um, you're kind of like a security blanket in a, in a sense. And whenever they feel like they're losing control of that, they feel like they're losing control of their life because they have put you on this pedestal and you have become their life. And so that is also another characteristic. If you feel completely bound by this person, um, definitely, if you feel like you can't you know tell them no if you feel like you can't take a step back without there being repercussions then that is very that's a that is definitely a red flag that you need to pay attention to because relationships people you know there needs to be value brought on both sides and um if this person is constantly all about me 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 and needing help 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 or needing validated validated or you know just needing you all of the time you know it's flattering kind of almost at first how much you know they look up to you how much they need you or you know the fact that you are their security blanket because it's nice to feel needed it's nice to feel wanted um that's all great and it's fun and it's fine but when it comes to living life it's not a healthy way to live because then you end up being you know claimed by this person and you can't have other friends you can't do other things uh and that can be very toxic because in the end you almost end up resenting them for that and that's not good either because if this is a person that you love then you want them to be a part of your life and that's great as, as I said before I'm not saying like you know toss them out and get rid of them whatever you know it's really important that you kind of figure out this healthy boundary so that you guys can grow and develop a friendship beyond what it is right now 
Um, so the next thing I have is they expect your availability. So kind of, I, I mentioned this, um, in the last one, but yeah, they just expect you to be at their beck and call every time they need you. And if you're not, then it's like, what have I done? Are you upset with me? Are you mad at me? Like, you know, what's the problem? You know, and then there's just a whole thing and it's like, no, I just, you know, I don't have to, you know what I mean? It's just like, it's just part of being an adult, part of being a human. You, you don't owe anybody anything. And I am coming, like, I have figured that out. I'm so glad that I figured that out. That's one thing that I'm beating into one of my friends. Oh my gosh, she is the worst. And <laughs> she might be listening right now, but she cracks me up. She cannot tell anybody no for the life of herself. Like she will end up in like, good lord she'll end up like across the she has she's done that before because she hasn't told people no she didn't know that they were um going three states over and she drove through three states because she uh, to go somewhere with them and she had to work the next day and so she didn't get back until 3 a.m and she had to be at work at six because she just couldn't tell him no and i'm like dude you have got to like get a hold of yourself and get it together because you don't owe them anything. Like, are they going to be upset that you can't make it? Yes, of course. But if they love you, they'll understand why. And even if, and even if they, um, don't understand why, like they'll still, they'll still respect your decision because they love you. And that's really, really important. Um, respect goes both ways. Definitely. Um, the next thing I have is they manipulate your time and they don't value it. Oh, so this is very important as well. Um, I know for me, I've been in friendships or relationships like this before where, you know, and this just comes along with them expecting your availability. And whenever they kind of have you, it's like they have you with them because it makes them feel better or it makes them relieved or it makes them, you know, and so they don't want to let you go. Like I have been in so many situations like this where I like, and one rule that I have is that I never ride with anybody anywhere. And that's hilarious. But I mean, it's not like a rule. Like I would do it 100%. But if it's somewhere that I don't necessarily want to spend a whole lot of time at um, or something like that, I always drive myself so that I can leave when I'm ready to leave and I can go when I want to go. And I'm very like particular about that. I like to be the one that drives so I can be in control of that. Um, but I have been like oh, literally almost held hostage sometimes because like people won't let me leave or won't let me like they don't respect my time. Like they are, it, it just comes down to being a respecter of someone's just that they're human and they can make decisions. Maybe some people, I don't know, maybe I've been in rare situations because I don't know if anyone's relating to that. Um, but it can come down to just them not respecting your time and that things that you want to do outside of spend time with them. They don't care about it. They don't care. They don't think it's important or they will make themselves a part of it. They will find a way for them to be invested in it or to help you with it because they want to just be with you and want to spend time with you. And, um, which in, 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 general sense doesn't sound like a big deal but they are ultimately manipulating your time by making themselves um be a part of it if that makes any sense um so the next thing I have is um they are terrible listeners and they only talk about themselves and this is wow 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 so true if you like if you're around somebody and they never ask or care to listen about your day or you know where you might be struggling or you feel like you can't talk to them about that because they can't handle it or they you know they they always take what you say and they flip it back to 
how it how they are struggling with something. And it's not like an experiential type of thing like, oh, yeah, I dealt with that. Let me tell you how I dealt with it so maybe it'll help you. It's not that at all. Like it's like those people that you're like, oh, I had the worst day. And they're like, oh, my gosh, me too. Let me tell you what happened. And it's like, um, okay. Like, you know, it's, it's like those kind of give and take type of scenarios that they never want to take. Like they never, they always, they don't want to listen. Like they just want to tell you so that they can get affirmation from you about their day and how horrible it was because they're attention seeking and they need that validation from you that their day was hard and that they deserve sympathy and the whole conversation everything all of your guys's conversation are mostly about them all the time and they might you know want to hear about you they might let you know they might listen to you and let you talk and stuff but they never can really provide any valuable information or valuable help to you on anything it's just constantly about them and their egos needing to be fed and that is a huge 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 red flag Another thing I have here is they talk all about the flaws in other people and they never talk about the flaws of themselves, which can be a very critical spirit. So if they have a critical spirit, it's very important to take note of that because if they are someone who are, is never willing to admit their vulnerability or admit their weaknesses or their issues, they are only, um, and but they are so quick to judge other people and what other people are doing, that is a huge sign of insecurity and it, like the Bible says not to be unequally yoked and I think that is something to take into account and I think when you know when we think of that normally it's like you know not to be unequally yoked with non-believers and while that's 100% important I think it's really important to not be unequally yoked period with you know Christian believe you know with not with believers or non-believers you know if you are in a relation if not even in a relationship in a friendship or whatever it is you know um being unequally yoked I think is can can set you up for um or people that aren't headed in the same direction that you're headed or people that you're constantly needing to reach behind and grab and pull them forward um and I and I don't want it to come across like I'm saying like you can't help people that's what I love to do I do that all of the time but I think whenever they are not willing to run themselves and you have them strapped onto your back and you are the only thing keeping them going, the only thing like pulling them along, then that is that is not good. And that, that is taking a toll on you. And they either need to latch onto Jesus and be pulled or they need to get up and start running on their own. And um, so I don't want it to come across like it's not okay to help people. Like I 100%, I'm such a believer in helping people. Like I will help people till the day I die. The Bible says to share your burdens, not carry other people's burdens. Jesus says he's going to carry your burdens. So I mean that alone is kind of what I'm getting at. You know, share in, in you know, other people's burdens. Like cry with them, love them, show compassion. You know, help them along, help guide them, help direct them. You know, speak life into them and love them. Like everything is important, but you cannot take on the burden and take on the responsibility of all of their issues or all of their problems or the things that they are trying to pawn off on you in exchange for attention and love and acceptance um, because all of that is self-seeking and that is idolatry but it's disguised as discipleship and or it's disguised as you know mentorship or whatever wherever you find yourself in a relationship with 
<clears throat> someone that looks up to you or someone that you're trying to help along. Um, okay, the next thing I have is they are never vulnerable slash they are overly vulnerable. So I've seen this in, in different ways. So people that are never vulnerable, it's people that are prideful and they never, they again have a critical spirit. So they are never quick to um, share in share with anyone on the areas that they struggle because they fear that it makes them look weak. And so they retaliate by making everybody else look weak, um, which is, you know, a toxic trait in itself and be scary um, and not someone that you should be allowing to pour into you because obviously, uh, you know, being around people that are constantly judging other people, making fun of other people, making other people uncomfortable, it's going to cloud your judgment. It's going to mess up your perception. Um of the things and the people around you. And that's not good because, um, you know, God doesn't want us to be surrounded by negative people. Like God loves a positive attitude. Like God loves, um, people that, that I mean, the, the fruits of the spirit are love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, faithfulness, forbearance. I think that was it. <laughs> but, um, that is also that, that is, that is what needs to encompass a relationship or even just a woman of God or a man of God or whoever it is that you're surrounding yourself with. And I have seen this like so many times, like people get drug into these toxic relationships or these toxic friendships and then come out feeling so defeated or not even come out, just like come to me feeling so defeated and so confused and like not sure how they got to where they are. Like they're like, I don't know how I got here. I don't know, you know, what happened or, you know, why. And I'm, and it, it always goes back to the people that you surround yourself with. And it's because whenever you get in this cycle, like misery loves company. And so people who are miserable, that is why they latch onto you because they don't want to feel alone. They don't want to feel left behind. Like they want to hold you where they are because that's where they're, that's, that's all they've got and so they're trying to keep somebody there with them and so it's so important to try to figure out who you are running in this hamster wheel with and make sure that you get out and you can encourage them to get out too but it's not your responsibility to stay in there with them and try to coach them to walk out if that makes sense I hope that this is coming across not judgmental because I don't want it to like I, I want it to come across encouraging because um relationships are so important and they're so important to God and they're so important to us like we were made to be relational creatures. Like God said, it's not good for a man to be alone. Like, let me create a woman. Like, it, it's not good. So it, it's it's perfectly normal for us to want to be in relationship with people, but we have to figure out how to do it in a healthy way and in a healthy manner um, and set up, you know, good boundaries and healthy boundaries to help us have these healthy relationships. So I really hope that that is coming across. So the next thing I have here is too much too soon. And this is always the biggest red flag to me. Can you hear the finger snap? Too much too soon. If somebody is coming into the relation, into the friendship or the relationship with too much too soon, they don't even know you yet. They've set you on this huge pedestal. They're so in love with you. They love you so much. And they are just full force into how amazing you are and how much they want to be your friend. And they put these unexpected like these unhealthy expectations on you. Um, they've put you on this pedestal and then they, they demand you then to perform or to be something for them. Like they, so I've had this happen to me so many times. Um, and I've got to immediately calm myself down and I'm like, 
you are you do not you are not responsible for this. You are not responsible for living up to their expectations and it's okay to let people down. And that's something that I've learning now to that I'm learning now too is like it's okay to let people down. Um because essentially what they've asked me to do is not anything that I've committed to doing. So, it's okay to let them down because my happiness or their happiness does not rest on my shoulders and it shouldn't. And if it does, then that's something that they need to be self-aware of and they need to have some um, you know, moments alone with Jesus about because if something that I do ends up being this pivotal thing in their life, then that's not on me. Like that is something that they, and I've, I've learned this with myself too. Like people that I have, I've put expectations on. Like I only know this because I've walked through this in other ways. So like people that I've loved and that I've looked up to, like it's not their responsibility to make sure that my my version of them in my head is who they are um you know and this if you are in a relationship you know this is so true because people don't live up to our expectations and um that's not necessarily a bad thing like I mean should they have standards and should they be striving to be better 100% yes of course all the time always but it's not we can't get mad at them for not being what we created them in our heads to be because they are just human and they are just doing their best um to be who God created them to be and so for us to come in and, and hold them to any sort of expectation is just crazy so when it comes to you know anyone who jumps into a relationship um or a friendship and it's just too much too soon it's always just a really huge red flag for me to kind of take a step back and take a breather um, because that person then doesn't necessarily understand the value or what friendship looks like because friendship is built. Friendship is grown. Um, trust is built and grown and you have to walk through things together. You have to walk through experiences together. You have to have intimate moments. Like you have to learn about their heart and learn to love them and, um, you know, get to know them. And so when it's just so much so soon, um, it's very... Uh, kind of, mm, I don't know. It's it's just kind of like a red flag. And I think there's such a difference between like admiring somebody, but then expecting things from them. If that if that makes any sense, because I know people that I've met that I don't even know to be honest. That I literally don't even know that I admire so much. And like if I ever met them, like I would tell them how much I admire them. Like I'm like you have inspired me in so many ways. Like I don't. I'm not thinking of it in terms of that. I'm in, I'm thinking of it in terms of like being super close friends or trusting them with all of this, you know, intimate information and just like doing so much so soon and like just like okay so for instance like there was this there I, I knew this this girl in college and I mean I knew her for like a literal like 35 minutes I am not even kidding like 35 minutes if that and she had like vomited her whole like life story on me and I was like oh my goodness like because that's not just information that you share with anybody or everybody like thank goodness I was a safe person and I was a safe place and I wasn't someone that would ever intentionally hurt her or anything but it's very important to be so careful about people who are just you know they it's almost like they tell you all of this stuff in order to trap you in order to make you feel like you've they've let you in on this part of their life so now you know, they are your responsibility. And that's almost what it felt like. And so it was too much too soon because they felt it felt like they were trying to, 
you know, trap, like trying to trap something because by sharing that information with me, because then I felt this like spiritual or this emotional connection to them because I knew things about them that so many people didn't know or that you know you would think didn't know and so it was it just like opened up you just like jump into this intimate relationship without even knowing them and so and I still remember this and it was such a huge red flag for me then that like it's very careful you need to be very careful not to open up to them about anything because if they have loose lips and they're willing to share intimate parts of their life with you someone that they that they barely know um and if if it's something that you wouldn't be quick to do from the beginning then it's very very important that you don't open up your intimacy or your heart to them because i wouldn't necessarily consider that someone to um someone to trust right off the bat because they don't know what it looks like to build trust and if they do know what that looks like they aren't willing to take the time to do that so I hope that this all made sense it was just really heavy on my heart to share um because I know a lot of you girls that like listen are you know um wonderful and you guys are you know leading people and um you know respected and looked up to and you guys are you know so selfless and you love people very hard and um I know that you're all Christian and so you probably have found yourself trying to um share the solution with other people and um it's really hard when you put a lot of effort into somebody and then to watch them backslide is really really hard I've done that and I've been there (laughs) um so I know how it feels so this is just coming from another you know just Christian sister that has been there and understands and just to bring a fresh and um just sort of simple reminder to you to set up these boundaries to set up these love lines to be careful of who you allow into your um inner circle and who you allow to um you know the type of energy that you allow um in your life and you know being careful of leeches or energy vampires or whatever you want to call them um but ultimately they're just brothers and sisters in Christ that we absolutely love and um that we need to um lovingly correct sometimes that we need to um show them love in a different way because you might be taken being taken advantage of and remember that God is not pimping you out he is not um (laughs) there's probably a better way to say that but he's not um you know selling you to be someone else's all in all and to be someone else's God like he wants that relationship with him with them so um make sure that you allow room for him to step in and to be that to those people so and I don't know. Hopefully, hopefully you guys like this. Um, if you did, please let me know. Um, please make sure to subscribe to the podcast um, and to follow us on Instagram. Um, yeah, follow us on Instagram. Leave a review. Uh, we are finally on the charts, which I don't really even know exactly what all that means, but we're excited about it. So make sure that you uh, send this podcast to or an episode that you like to your friends, have them listen to it. And if they like it, make sure that you tell them to review and rate and subscribe. So I think that's all I have for you guys. Um, please go to my Instagram. Let me know what you thought of just send me a DM or whatever, but let me know what you thought of this episode today. Um, and just remember that people and their happiness and even their salvation, whatever it is that they are put on, putting on you, their happiness, their responsibility, whatever they are putting on you is not your responsibility. You are only responsible for yourself and you are called to love them and to be gentle with them, but you're not called to withhold or, um, sustain their happiness. So 
take uh, take that and relieve yourself of that pressure because it's very important um, that you are being poured into, that you're not being drained so you can be effective in the kingdom, that you can be effective um, to the people who do need you. So anyways, that's all I have for you guys. I hope you liked it. If you didn't, I'm so sorry, but I will talk to you guys soon. I hope you have the best rest of your week and I will talk to you next week. Bye.